welcome to Chasing Sunshine. I'm your host, Sarah Taylor, entrepreneur, manifestation coach, and holistic nutritionist. Here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, self-love, and personal development. This podcast was created to help you expand your mindset, follow your bliss, and find the tools to help you create the life of your dreams. So turn the stereo up, roll your windows down, point your heart to the sky, and let's go chase the sunshine. Hello, my beautiful souls. Thank you for joining me for another solo episode of Chasing Sunshine. Today, I wanted to jump on here and just talk about energy and healing our relationship with our body and food and just kind of have a conversation with you about my history with all of this and what I've done to work on myself, what I've done to heal myself and how I've kind of come on the other side of it and I know that with healing we all think that once we reach a certain level of healing that we're good we've kind of arrived and we don't have to you know do the work anymore but really at the end of the day when you heal something and you work so hard on something you peel back more layers of things that need to be healed and so I truly believe that tools that we have at our hands and our fingertips are super important to use on a daily basis because we're always peeling back the layers. And although I've healed from two eating disorders and uh, body dysmorphia and um, a whole other slew of you know bad habits around food, I'm not going to be free and clear of this forever, but the thing about it is things begin to get easier and you find yourself flowing through life in a more beautiful way instead of letting your trauma or your wounds keep you down. And so for me... Although I know I'll never go back into my bad habits of my eating disorders, I think that, you know, us women especially, and men, I I know men definitely struggle with this, but I know it's, you know, huge in women because of the comparison and the societal pressure to look a certain way. I think that, you know, our body image is always going to be something that we have to work on and really find healing practices that keep us grounded in who we are and keep us connected to our hearts and tools that remind us of who we are, of our worth, of our value, um, and, and just our voice in general. I think for me, I got lost along the way wanting to look a certain way because I thought that that was where love would find me. And what I've realized in so much of the work is that love was always there. It was always within me. I just had to dig deep to find it and to see it. And 
I think a lot of the times we have high expectations of things in the sense of instant gratification or things outside of us making us happy, people, places, things, money, success, homes, cars, all those things. And while all of those things are beautiful and they are there for our pleasure and our comfort and our freedom and our safety, when you don't feel something inside of yourself, it's really hard to feel it around anybody else or within anything else. And when you have those things around you, you're almost reminded that there's something missing. Like, I thought that once I had this, I would feel this. And so we're always constantly chasing that feeling of wanting more or needing more or wanting to look better or feel better. And again, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look better or feel better or getting to a goal weight or having a beautiful physique because I'm all for that. I work out every single day, but I work out now because I love my body. You know, I have found workouts that make me excited to get up in the morning and press play or turn the music on and just dance and feel free in my body. And... I also just think that it's important for us to remember that as we shift and grow in life, so will the other things in our life. And so something that feels beautiful and grounding for you now might not feel that way in a couple of years. And that's okay because that is us expanding. That is us growing. That is us finding new ways to be. And um, I think it's beautiful to not be so stuck on a specific way of eating, a specific way of working out, and or even a specific way of looking because again, there's so many ebbs and flows in life. And so I've just been feeling deeply lately around my body image issues and my value and self-worth around my body and I know for me, you know, lots of things happened at a young age for me I was definitely introduced into the uh, diet world at a very young age and I was made fun of in school for the size that I was and all of those things um, we you know affect us and you know our little minds are so are like sponges that we are picking up information and beliefs and words and thought processes of other people and taking them on as our own. And I remember coming home one day after I had been bullied at school by some boys and girls. And I just remember crying and saying to my mom, I just want to be skinny like you and Aaron. And that Aaron was my sister or is my sister. And I, I was so young to, for those words to come out of my mouth, um, at that age is mind blowing to me because it was, it was like, it was instilled in me in that time frame of my life that in order to be loved or to be valued or, or worthy of anything, you have to look a certain way. 
And I carried that with my with me my entire life. And it's something that I've had to work on. It's something that I've had to really shift. And it's been a daily process for me because it leaked into my relationships. It leaked into my friendships. Uh, it leaked into my self-worth, which also then changed my ability to go after the things that I wanted in life. I... Um, was just very judgmental of myself. I compared myself to everybody. I had zero self-worth. I, um, especially in my dating life, I allowed men into my life that um, had interest in me or wanted me because I felt like if they wanted me, then that made me feel, that made me acceptable that made me worthy that made me lovable and so I think even making bad decisions in my dating life because there were men that I was with that I didn't truly want to be with and that I didn't truly love um but I was so I wanted to be wanted so badly that I it's almost like I abandoned myself in a sense and so I don't know if you're somewhere in your life right now where you're just feeling so bad about your body or what you look like or how you feel or the habits that you've, you know, taken on in your life that you can't seem to shake. And I'm just here to tell you that I I see you because I was you and I still am you, but I am a, a better, stronger, healed version now and I'm also here to tell you that healing doesn't happen overnight and it is a constant practice that we need to put time and energy into and really just dive into the reasons why we feel these things because my reasons are probably very different than your reasons but I was raised in a household that perpetuated body image and what we looked like and and how we should look and and you know I know that this is my journey and I know that um you know a lot of people grow up that way because it is what society really puts on us and I think we sometimes think that we put body image beside health And we decide that as long as you look a certain way, as long as you weigh a certain number, then then you're healthy. But the problem with that is that that isn't true. Um, You know, I, for the longest time, became obsessed with what I was putting into my body, which is like another form of an eating disorder. It's like orthorexia. And so I went from feeling like, I had no control over myself or my body and that's where my eating disorders came from and then I felt like I had control. I felt like in those moments when I was at my darkest, deepest points of my eating disorders, I just, even though I was so out of control, I felt like I had control over one thing in my life that when any, everything else was spiraling, that one thing was like, I, I, I got this. Like, I'm not going to eat this tonight. I got this. Like, this is my way of controlling the situation. And, um, you know, we don't realize how 
unhealthy it is and how damaging it is to our bodies and our minds and to the people around us. But man, when you're in it, it is like, it literally takes over your entire world. And so I, you know, got to a point over the last couple of years, um, maybe the last four years or so where I gravitated towards more of a plant-based diet and, um, I went a little bit overzealous on that. Um, it just became about wanting to be healthy. And the problem with that is that when you're obsessing over something or trying to control something, you're actually out of alignment with, with yourself, with your intuition, with your body, and you're actually causing more stress and harm on your body. And so there was no balance for me. It was always from one extreme to the next. And I really found myself being afraid of food, being afraid of ingredients, being afraid of particular ingredients in general, and just really being like, okay, like as lo- if I can just eat perfectly healthy, like every single like morsel of food that's going into my body, then, then I'll be okay. And again, the problem with that is that there's no balance there. You're removing food groups from your diet that your body probably needs. And you're also obsessing about something that is a necessity and something that we do every single day. And when you don't have a good relationship with food and when you don't have a good relationship with your body, it spirals out of control. And it actually makes it harder for you to find love and self-worth in in that um when you're doing that and so it took me a journey and I mean I will say that I'm again I'm still on it but I've just gone to a place in my life where I've really just allowed myself to feel and expand my heart and really just be present in every moment that I'm in I have fell in love with EFT emotional freedom tapping I am do it every single day it is literally transformed my entire life it has transformed my body it has transformed my mind I dance every single day I allow the energy to move through my body I put on great music and I just let myself feel the music and I move my body however it wants to that has been the most transformational thing I've ever done because I love to dance. It makes me so freaking happy. Um, I've been meditating on a daily basis, of tapping into um, energy that feels good to me, um, being around good energy, fueling my brain with good energy, listening to things that are good, that, that is positive and, and makes me feel happy. Um, I've been speaking more, more kinder words to myself and I know it's a journey. I know that these things are, you know, it might feel like it's more work because you're so used to a specific way of living, but I'm telling you when you allow your body and your mind to expand and open and let go, the things that come to you are so beautiful and they are coming to you for a reason. And so in all of this, I've just found that I am so 
in the zone of feeling good and wanting to feel good that my energy has shifted to that. It's like I wake up in the morning and I am so thankful that I'm alive. I like say thanks for my food every single day no matter what meal I have. I'm saying thanks for my food. I'm pouring in positive energy into every single morsel that I'm eating which is going into my body and into my cells. I'm giving thanks for my life, for my friends, for my family, for my body, that this body that I was given, like that's healthy and strong and able to take me throughout my journey in life. There's so many people out there right now that don't have that ability or, or, or aren't healthy or are dealing with other things. And so I think when we get into a gratitude practice, but like when I say gratitude, it's not just writing five things that you're grateful for. It is like embodying the gratitude that you feel. It is letting, literally saying the words out loud, how you feel about yourself, about your body, about your friends, about your food, about the, um, you know, being grateful that you have this opportunity for the abundant food that is in front of you, that you have the money to spend on this food, like all of the things you literally take that energy as you're saying it and it pours into every single cell of your body. And so what I've really found with body image is everyone talks about self-love and it was so foreign to me because self-love to me is just like, okay, so like I say, I love myself. And so let's, okay, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Where are the changes? But that's not self-love. Self-love is really allowing yourself to do all the things that you want to do. Like literally pouring your energy, your heart into dancing, into writing, into creating, into doing pottery, into doing music, into being with friends, being with family, being with your children, like whatever makes you happy. It's self-love is allowing, is, is listening to your intuition. It's listening to your gut. It's making decisions every single day, like even small decisions, you know, even like the, the person that you want to date, you feel something towards somebody and your intuition says no. And so you you step away from that because you know it's not right for you. Or your intuition says yes. And so you you step into that because you know that it feels good. It's all about following your heart, following what, what lights you up inside. This is self-love. Self-love is a form of being kind to yourself. It's a form of being grateful for what you've been given, being grateful for the body that you have, for the stomach, for the for the eyes that you can see with, for the ears that you can hear the beautiful music with, for the feet, the legs that you can dance with, for the hands that allow you to create. We are so beyond blessed in this life. It is crazy to me sometimes how much we forget it. And it's so, it's like once you start pouring your energy into things that light you up, that make you feel beautiful, that make you feel expansive, that, and really, literally, because for me, it's also been about saying no to things too. It's not just about the yes, it's about the no too. It's about really finding that inner voice inside of you and being like, okay, what what makes me feel good and what doesn't make me feel good and letting those things go 
Because as much as we hold on to the negative things that don't feel good to us, they actually will impact our energy and impact the health and the vibrancy and the beautiful, mindful um, practices that we have available to us because we we're not stepping into who we want to be. We're not stepping into the changes that we want to see. And so it's, it's not just about saying it. It's, it's really not because do I believe in positive thinking? Absolutely. But it's not just saying the words out loud and that's it. It is embodying the words. It is feeling the words. It is allowing the words to ripple. It's like a ripple effect all over your body into your cells And it's finding things that work for you. Like these things have worked for me, you know, and I'm obsessed with them in like the most beautiful way. And do I struggle with my body image still? Absolutely. Do I wake up every single morning and feel at my best? No, but I have these beautiful practices that make me, that allow me to shift my energy. Like for today, for example, I just, for whatever reason, just, there's, I know I saw a few things online and on Instagram that just, you know, got me right in my heart. And it, I was, you know, I was really affected by them and I, you know, had some tears and I really was just emotional about the state of the world. And I was like, okay, I can sit in this or I can go and move this energy. And so like I put on my music and I let my body just dance and, and, and cry. I mean, gosh, we need to cry. We need to express ourselves. We need to move the stuck energy that's in our body that doesn't feel good or that's been sitting there for way too long and we need to shake it off. So I'm always like, I'm going to go shake off my energy. So I shake up my energy now. I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling good. And listen, I'm not saying you can't not feel good. Yes, we're all going to have our bad days and yes, you can have... 24 hours of just not feeling good and you're in it and you're crying and you're emotional because that's also a release too but we have to find ways to shake that off then because the other thing too is if we wallow too long or if we stay in something too long that is not of good value or good energy for us it starts bringing us down so we have to find a way to feel it see it Know that it's there. Know that it's there for a reason. Work through it. And then when you're done with that, you have to shift your energy because that's where all the juiciness is. And so body image is a huge trigger for so many people. And I think it's always going to be a trigger for me. And so for me, I just know that this is where the work comes in. This is where the shifting of mindset comes in this is where I take my power back I change the belief systems that I've carried with me throughout my life and I decide how I want to feel I decide how I want to show up in this world and it's such it's so empowering when you know that you have all of this beautiful magnetic juicy power and energy to like shift your entire world and honestly that is what it is we have the power it is within us self-love is a is a lifetime journey it is showing up every single day 
seeing yourself, loving yourself, no matter what, through the good times and the bad, for the mistakes and the good, for for the love that you've lost and the new love that comes in. It is for, it's going to be there with us for the rest of our lives. And so we have to embrace it. And so for me, I am embracing it. I just decided, you know what? I'm going to embrace this beautiful life that I have. I'm going to call in the energy that I want. I'm going to call in the people. I'm going to call in all the, the the beautiful journey that I want to go on. Because if you're not creating your reality, then who is? And we have to remember that. Especially, you know, for me, it's it's become almost this big dream of mine to just have a little one, to have a child and to take that little one and give it all the love, all the good energy, all the healing modalities and the tools and all the things that I've learned over the course of my lifetime and just give it the most beautiful opportunity to flourish in this lifetime. You know, we are creating the next generation of leaders. And if children are going into this world with, you know, thoughts of less than, that they're not good enough, that they're not worthy, that they aren't successful, that they don't deserve love, that they don't deserve to be wildly successful and they don't feel good about themselves and their self-worth is is down and their self-confidence is down then we are just perpetuating the problem we are we are recycling the same wounds and the same belief systems that were handed down to us and so this is our opportunity to change it and so I want that opportunity to create a beautiful little one who has all of these amazing thoughts about themselves and values and they know their worth they know that they're beautiful no matter what they know that they can do anything they want to do in this world these are the things that we want for ourselves and so we need to give this to our little ones and it's not too late for us you know we have this vast field of so much energy and so much available to us and so many tools and so many teachers and so much learning and education and all the beautiful things out there at our fingertips. And so we just need to really embrace the good vibes. Like really that's what it is. We need to shut off the bad vibes. We need to turn off the bad vibes. We need to turn off the news. We need to turn off, you know, bad social media. We need to turn off the, the stop following people that make us feel bad about ourselves or that we compare ourselves to. We need to put on comedies and movies, inspirational movies and music that makes us feel good about ourselves and makes us want to be free and dance. And we have to listen to podcasts that inspire us and read books that help us grow and become better humans these are all of the things that will help us stay in that good energy and again it's not that you're going to be in this energy 24 7 because I woke up this morning and I didn't feel in my good energy and yeah like was my did my day start off absolutely amazing no but 
I now know that I now see it. And that's the difference. When you're aware of something, then you have the power to change it. And so this is your awareness now. You are going to look in the mirror. You're going to write notes to yourself on the mirror that remind you who you are. You're going to speak positive words to yourself. When you, when you hear yourself speaking negatively, you're going to flip the script and you're going to change that. You're going to put on music and you're going to let your body move the way, every, any way that it wants to. There is no right or wrong. You're going to allow good energy to flow and you're going to get rid of the stuck energy and you're going to start saying no to things that don't let you up to people to places to things to jobs to social media to belief systems that don't work for you for anything anything that doesn't work for you the, this is the way that we shift our mentality and for me I've been on a journey with my body ever since I can remember I'm going to say from the time I was six years old and I've now realized that shifting my energy has shifted my mindset and has shifted my body. Like I work out now because I love my body. I eat food now because I love my body. And, and I'm still working on that, but it's not, it's not, it's not like a, oh my gosh, if I eat this, am I going to get fat anymore? And even if those even if those thought processes do come into my mind, I know how to shift them. And yeah, okay, I'm going to have my bad days, but my body is changing more than I can even describe to you. Just by loving my body, loving what I'm eating, pouring love into everything that I do. Tapping, moving the energy, dancing. And like loving people so much more harder than I ever did before. I can't tell you how much that has changed my life. My, I feel like my heart has expanded and exploded in such a big way that it has changed everything for me. And I am like, I feel like I'm good energy now, you know? And I never really felt that way before. And, you know, Reiki has really helped with that too. Like I I have my level one Reiki and I've been, you know, using that as well. And so I'm just, honestly, I'm just here to say that energy is a real thing. Changing my energy has changed my life and changed my body. And I'm going to be speaking more about this because it's definitely what I'm going to be diving into and what I'm going to be coaching on and, You know, I'm getting EFT certified right now so that I can bring this to, to other women who need this and to, you know, I just, I want so much to be able to spread this message because it's so important to me and it's something that I've struggled with forever and I know how crippling it can be and I know how much it really destroys us from within And so if you're not lit up from within, it's really hard for you to allow anybody to love you or to be with you. That's, that's a big lesson that I've learned. And so 
I just wanted to jump on here and just talk about this a little bit because it has been like super inspiring for me the way that things have been falling into place and the way that I've been feeling and I'm just so excited I just I can't not share this and so stay tuned for more I have so much more that I'm going to be sharing and so much more that I want to talk about when it comes to this but I'm finally in a place in my life right now where I absolutely without hesitation see my energy shifting and I'm absolutely seeing it affect my mental health and my body all at the same time and it's it's still a process it's still work and I think it always will be but you get to the point where it's not it, it's just not controlling your life anymore and that's where we want to be and so I just want to leave you with this passage by Rupi Carr. Um, I read this the other day and I was like, this, this is everything. So I hope this touches you. It has been one of the greatest and most difficult years of my life. I learned everything is temporary. Moments, feelings, people, flowers. I learned love is about giving everything and letting it hurt. I learned vulnerability is always the right choice because it is easy to be cold in a world that makes it so very difficult to remain soft. I learned all things come in twos, life and death, pain and joy, salt and sugar, me and you. It is the balance of the universe. It has been a year of hurting so bad, but living so good, making friends out of strangers, making strangers out of friends. Learning mint chocolate chip ice cream will fix just about everything. And for the pains it can't, there will always be my mother's arms. We must learn to focus on warm energy. Always soak our limbs in it and become better lovers to the world. For if we can't learn to be kind to each other, how will we ever learn to be kind to the most desperate parts of ourselves? I hope this resonated with you. I hope you find value and I hope that you wake up tomorrow learning to fall in love with every single part of you because I promise you that is where the change happens. I love you guys. I can't wait to come on here and share more. Thank you for spending your time with me. It always means the world to me. I appreciate you. I see you and I love you. Take care.